Good morning. We're continuing with Chayyadim Hilchos Shabbos. Learning Klal Gimel, and we're learning Simen Chavav. And the Chayyadim introduced the concern of Hashmos Ko, which there constitutes a Zulus of the Shabbos. So um, the, the there's a focus this issue of uh, Rechayim is the problem just the Marasayan concern that the, the solution is the noise draws attention and therefore it creates a Marasayan or there's the secondary concern of the fact that the degradation of the Shabbos is a disparagement, disparagement to Shabbos to have such actions take, activities taking place. Um, so we are as the Chayyadim says a Pshara that in the case of Pseida we ignore the concern of the solution of the Shabbos alone we're only worried about the Marasayan so we can avoid the Marasayan it's Mutter in a, but in, a, not a, in a case where it's not a uh, uh, significant loss, one should be concerned about the use of the Shabbos. So therefore, the person can assume that you have a gardener who comes to do work. Nowadays, gardeners are, are kablo, clearly in cases of kablonus, they, they have a contract, they have responsibility to take care of the lawn. Uh, they're not even necessarily told when to do it. So there's no more sign of saying that they told you to do it on Shabbos. They come on their own time schedule and they do their thing. So there's no more sign that he's a Shiryam. People know that it's become honest, that's a Derek. With the other hand, having these guys mowing the lawn and making all this noise, etc., on Shabbos is clearly a solution to the Shabbos. It's something which is degrading to Shabbos. So one cannot have that play, take place. Um, you have a contractor, which is you have a person building a building, um, so there, there's going to be zilus of the Shabbos issue. When the concern is only zilus of the Shabbos, uh, there's no other other concerns. So if it's chusat chum and there's no Jews around, so it's not nobody's witnessing this degradation of Shabbos. It's not going to be problematic. And the price can assume that we can extend this issue to not even with even a case where the, it's not a non-Jew making the noise, but leaving a very noisy. Uh, uh, machines running on their own, even though there's no non-Jew involved at all, that the Rechaim is problematic, even if it's just running uh, automatically without any any other uh, uh, individuals involved. Uh, so, Rechaim Pinchel Scheinberg wants to apply that to leaving a noisy uh, dryer running from Erev Shabbos going into Shabbos. Um, there, there would potentially be, be a so this is the Shabbos. You have this loud machine going bang, 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 going into Shabbos. That would be inappropriate because of the degradation of the Shabbos. So this has applications beyond the concern of a a marisa, the in uh, a miralakum non-Jew situation. Okay, now he says, "Imloshi hisker the nachri." So if you rent the the mill out to an Jew, and he has rented it, so he's not working for the Jew at all. He is paying a fee to use the property, but it's his problem now. It's he has the right to use the property, so there's no solution to the Shabbos if that's known. There's no solution to the Shabbos because the guy is running a machine, running running a factory in Shabbos. That's the guy's business. That's part of uh, the reality we live in. That, that the guy is to work on Shabbos. She's the day in Lachush. If the if the the actual mill belongs to a non-Jew, so it it's a Jew's flour being ground, so the the miller has this building, he's able to mill. The people bring their 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 grain there, and the, he he mills it 
for the for the customer. So he's doing it for the Jew, but he's doing it on his own schedule. So um, the non-Jew is, is is working for himself, uh, processing things for the Jew, or you know for his customers. Um, so he's given a job to do. He's a he's a kaplan. He's he's not paid by the hour. He's paid to grind X amount of of grain. So that's mutter However, the Jew can't be there uh, overseeing the process because it looks like he's telling the, the goy to what to do, etc. So the goy in that situation looks like the shliach of the Jew, which is going to be problematic. Now, but we need to have somebody there uh, overseeing it to make sure that the, when we're preparing the grain for uh, Pesach, that there's we need to keep a, an eye on it to make sure that the, there's no water that gets near it. So the, in that situation, uh, the Jew is allowed to be there. He's afraid that the non-Jew will steal some of the uh, grain for himself. So he wants to put a Jewish shermer there to watch out, make sure nothing is taken inappropriately. That's But if they engage in conversation, it looks like, then we have it looks like the non-Jew is working for the Jew. But if the Jew is basically just sitting there quietly off to the side, it's clear that he's just overseeing the process, but he is not giving any directive to the non-Jew, so it's not going to be a problem. Um... One last point I want to clarify over here, uh, which we'll do in the next year, is what, is there a halachic problem of putting the the Marasayan, we said one of the Marasayans is that engaging in the non-Jew, one of the Marasayans is potentially people might hear this thing running and people will think that you put grain into the hopper on Shabbos. So a person puts, puts grain into a, a hopper on Shabbos, what what malacha is he doing? Is that considered that he's doing the malacha of grinding? The machine is doing it. He's just arranging it to get to the machine. Is that considered a grama? Is that considered uh, a, 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 or is that considered his actual maisa? So we'll, t- we'll touch on that a little bit just to clarify those points in the next year. Meanwhile, have a good day.